Uh. Some of my peoples one time. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I know you don't know these voices. It's been so long since I left you. Uh-huh. Yeah. a dope rhyme to step to. Yeah. Anyway, this is Across the Intersection Podcast. Welcome back. Huh? You might as well continue with those bars. <laughs> Sorry I kept you. Um, this is Across the Intersection Podcast. This is AJ. I'm in here with the with the normal gang. Gang, gang. Even a homie, A Swish. You gonna start shooting baskets? Start calling you Jr. Swish. <laughs> that means I'm missing baskets. <laughs> oh, I know Jr. is the one. No. Oh man. As always, you can ingest this wonderful podcast on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, Google Play, Google Podcasts. Nobody picked up Jr. Smith. Oh, she's still talking about Jr. Smith, girl. I'm trying to advertise this podcast. Would you, would you, would you come on? He's not in the league anymore. I just want to know. Nobody picked up Jr. Smith. No, he's, he 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 got he got he got um like Cleveland waved him or something, right? String. Now he didn't get waved. He he just got basically benched. He got sent down to like to fourth in the depth chart. Some some. He's in the Z League. Crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's in the Z League. Yeah. Um, right. But as always, please ingest our wonderful yeah. podcast. He's, he's, uh, in, the, oh, oh, come he's on. in the multiverse. Well, let me go ahead and th- throw is. this out there. J.R. Smith can sponsor us anytime. Let's just go ahead and get that out the way. J.R., if you're listening, you can you can sponsor me anytime. Um, but you can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Google Podcasts, um, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and SoundCloud. As you can see, we're back with our normal banter. Um Please feel free to hit us up on social media. Um, we're on Twitter at Across This, and I am on Twitter and the Grizzam at Divinimus D I V E N O M O U S. And you can catch me on E to the V to the on Twitter. Man, AJ use AJ Twitter handle like a password, man. <laughs> <laughs> like one three four exclamation point. Yeah, you know, capital D, lowercase I, you know, capital V, number three. Uh-huh. I should change it to just to make it just to make it harder for people to find it. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hey, listen, everybody, we thank you for rocking with us again. Welcome to 2019. You just took a if you listen to the last episode and then you're listening to this. Welcome to the future. Um, we decided to take off a couple weeks, you know, for the end of the year, holidays, just kind of refocus and refresh a little bit. So we're back at it again, January. The, Gregorian, the end of the Gregorian calendar year, that is. But anyway, you, you may keep it moving. There's a $10 <laughs> word for you, for those of you who don't read. Um, so as as always, we're going to give you the, the normal chicanery and uh, tangentialness that you've come to love if you still listen to this podcast. Um, and... We're in the if if you know we're we're in the D.C. area, so we're in the middle of a government shutdown. So many of you might you know have a lot of time on your hands. So please feel free to listen to us while you are trying to traverse through this uh, political nonsense that yeah, is going and, on and in our nation's capital. And the price of this podcast is shutdown friendly. Yeah. See, we price the podcast for shutdown prices. This thing is free ninety nine. So yeah. we was looking out. There it is. We got you. Shut down prices. As a matter of fact, I won't even I won't even ask for any more obligatory sponsorship this episode. Mm. 
just on behalf of my fellow people. No, it's crazy. I actually know some. Well, you're a man with sensitivity. That's all. That's what that is, brother. You got sensitivity. You're a man with sensitivity. Yeah, you need a man like me, and that's yeah, what Ralph that's told right. us. Yeah, that's right. So these are perilous times that we are in, ladies and gentlemen. So we do, you know, definitely send some prayers up for everybody being impacted by the shutdown. Now the longest in U.S. history, twenty-two days. Um, I was this, you know, this has actually gotten me watching the news again because I've I've actually I've I've boycotted the news for a while watching the news anyway i i prefer to read my news um i you know i just thought that most most newscasts in this 24-hour news cycle um you know they 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 present this stuff with you know obviously with bias no matter who you're listening to it was biased so about a year and a half ago i had just made the conscious decision to stop watching the news and to actually go back to reading more of my news so i started reading more news articles and watching less news um in general but this shutdown has actually got me watching the news because they were interviewing a lot of people um who were being impacted by this joint it was just kind of traumatic from you know for a lot of people i just wanted to remind our listeners also that um i think it was last year or maybe a year and a few months ago we uh talked more extensively about what happens in a economy like ours, when there are so many people with a single stream of income, and then something happens to that stream. So here we are, um, where there's a government shutdown, and there are people not getting paid from either their only or their primary source of income. And so things like this should encourage people to find passive forms of not just running around getting a bunch of other jobs, but just find out how to monetize your personal interests. Um, everybody has a body of knowledge and um, or, or a level of expertise or interest that other people in, in, in our world where you can get things across to Melanesia if you wanted to, um, where, you know, there, there's an actual consumer base. And so it's just really important um, to just diversify. Uh, well, um, and I'm not I'm not trying to give specifics right now, but I think at least because we're in the information age and there's so much out there where people can do their own research on it. I think that this idea is something that hasn't entered some people's minds at all. And so, you know, this is just an example of, of why you want to have income streams from a variety of different places. So I'm actually going to kind of um, put, going to say something slightly different. Uh, there's something that's called PEG currency, um, P-E-G, and then currency, C-U-R-R-E-N-C-Y. Uh, so let's take, for example, something like Bitcoin and you have a uh, cryptocurrency, you have Bitcoin and then you have all these other uh, uh, cryptocurrencies, Litecoin, Ethereum, so on and so forth. And for a period of time, you have people saying, well, Bitcoin's too expensive. I'm going to buy Litecoin. Or I'm going to buy Ethereum or I'm going to buy Blackcoin or whatever coin you got. And uh, what people don't understand is as Bitcoin goes, so those other coins go um, because B Bitcoin is the what's called a peg currency. It's the supreme currency that has the most confidence that people use uh, in order to even uh, um, have this particular um, uh, cryptocurrency economy even function. And as 
as that goes, so do all the other ones. Now, Bitcoin basically crashed um, at the beginning of 2018, and it's even worse now. And all those other all those other cryptocurrencies are like penny stocks now. Um, and and so I'm I'm saying that to say, when it comes to the U.S. economy, or when it comes to when it comes to our U.S. dollar, when it comes to just how our economy functions. You know, if this joint shuts down, there's no amount of exporting one can do to Melanesia. Um, there's no amount of grand hustle. Um, you know, let me sell these cakes or muffins or whatever. There's no amount of that because the person you're selling your muffin to uh, is a federal employee or federal employees. Or, you know, you say you want to open a food truck. <laughs> but then if you <laughs> are trying to serve Capitol Hill or wherever, what have you, like it's all connected. It's all connected. So, so quite honestly, I think that I think really these are opportunities where we want to store up our treasures in heaven, you know, um, not not on the earth, because um, these are the types of things that take place. We need to be able to be built spiritually to be able to handle these kinds of scenarios. And, um, um, you know, it's <laughs> it's only going to get worse. Like we ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, no, I, no, I, I, I agree. I, I think some of that is, you know. There's we can only mitigate to a certain point. I, I, I think Eva's point is, you know, trying to mitigate with passive streams of income, um, which is always a, a, a good idea. Um, but, you know, I think your your point also is is, uh, is a good yeah. one because there's only so much mitigation that that we're going to be able to do um, because in, in general, the economy is built the way it's built. Um, yeah. And I'm speaking as someone who has who's done those kinds of things, you know, okay. do, do those kinds of things. But that's why I'm saying, that's why, and I appreciate your, your remark, and that's why it's a both end. You know, of course you want to put yourself in a position as a human being who was created, you know, and lives a journey in this life to be able to withstand by having a firm spiritual uh, and mental health and all kinds of intangible foundation so that, because we don't know. I mean, they're already saying that there's going to be a, a, a huge um, recession this year. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you could you can yeah. only go. You can but only go, you can only go as an individual as far as your government allows you to economically. Yeah, but, so again, but I, I I still think that there's a difference between people who have a sole source of income and then that that uh, hose uh, shuts off. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Who have yeah, and people who. Um, have a, who at least monetize their what they naturally do. You know, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I hear that, what you're I saying. Think that most people who want to live a more balanced life do more than going to work and going home and preparing to go to work again as part of their lifestyle. Anyway, they have other interests and other talents, different things that they're into. I'm just um, recommending attaching monetization as long as this dollar is worth something to that. <laughs> so you know, but but my point in bringing this up is just to encourage people to go back. Uh, to those to that episode, which I don't remember the exact date of it, but I know that we talked further about it um, about a year and a half ago. Yeah, we did. Yeah, go go back to the catalog. You know, we're we're professional, so you can go back to our catalog and uh, check that episode. We did talk a little bit about monetizing um, different aspects of your life and passive streams of income, um, but ultimately. You know, I'm going to get a little bible here for a quick second. Um, there's a scripture that says, you know, those who are led by the spirit of God are the children of God. And, you know, in, in times like this, when you don't really have an answer, because ultimately we don't really have an answer because 
the the control of the situation is outside of our hands. Um, then what do you do? And this is where you have to kind of walk with a little bit more peace. And so people who are listening, hey, if if you don't rock with the Bible and, and, and different Bible things, um, I would encourage you to because, you know, there's only so much peace that you're going to get from within yourself um, when you are in situations where you don't have an answer and when an entire government of a nation is partially shut down and people are locked out of access to income um they are you know liable to do other things to get income so you know don't don't think that people won't think of other ways you know unsavory ways um to to get income and so in in times like this you know the government's been shut down for almost a month which is crazy when you think about it it shut down before christmas and we are here in uh what is this january the 13th so it's it's 22 days it's pretty it's, and it's not just, you know, one of the things that the news has been doing is talking specifically about um, just the impacted federal employees. You know, there's over 800,000 uh, federal employees that have been impacted, but what people aren't paying attention to are all of the ancillary businesses and companies that are impacted by these employees that are not working. So you have the restaurants, yeah. the delivery services, all the cleaning services, all of these different companies and businesses yes. and, and people who directly engage with the federal employee workforce who are being impacted. You know, I was just telling um, A and Eva in pre-pro before we started, you know, that I was in D.C. Uh, for a meeting on Thursday, left, left the meeting, went to a pizzeria across the street from the building I was in to grab a slice and it was about 90% empty. There were literally four people, one family in a corner eating, and that was it. I mean, this is like one o'clock in the afternoon. You can't tell me that the that, that company, that business, that pizza business has not been significantly impacted over the last four weeks of no workforce in D.C. Um, to patron, right, patronize, right? What is it, patronage? Patron, yeah, that's right. provide patronage to that business um that's yeah, that's crazy so that multiply that across 50 states and well, you know whatever else wherever there are federal employees i think it's um you know it's it's a much bigger and significant issue um and it runs much deeper than just oh Trump's fighting with the Congress and, you know, da, 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 you know FDA is not doing inspections. TSA is not really doing inspections. These are significant, significant with a capital IG, right? Things that are that are going to impact um, the populace at large. Which is one of the more amazing things about 45, because if he just looks to the continent to the south and he looks at what's happening in Venezuela, um, and there is a lot that can be said concerning how they got there. But regardless, there's anarchy. And I think the last time I checked, a loaf of bread, I think, was the cost of it increased by about 600%. Wow. I don't know what's going to happen to Guyana and their neighbors because, you know, desperate people are going to do what desperate people do. And so 45's mind, his, his level of, of, of maturity is so low that uh, he's not even looking at the examples around him of what human beings do when they're desperate and when they don't have resources to live a basic lifestyle. And that's good. That's why I think A's point was so pertinent because 
You know, when when people get desperate, all of a sudden they start doing things that they would never do. You know, he's like, oh, I would never do that. Now I tell people, don't say never. Don't say never. I would never say that. I would never do that. Well, you get put in the wrong situation. You don't know what you'll do without something else restraining you, which is why, you know, going back to our original point, you know, we were, you know, just referencing getting a little Bible. That's why it's so important. You know, when when people tell me, you know, I was having this discussion and, you know, just as we shift a little bit, I was having this discussion um, right before the holidays. Um, someone that sent me one of these videos, you know, these YouTube, you know, all these YouTube experts now. And so it was, it was this black woman on YouTube putting out some videos about how Christianity is this and this, that, this, the third. And how black people shouldn't be Christians, you know that that whole spiel. And so she sent it to me. She said, "You should you you should watch this, and I want to talk to you about it." She's like, "You know, AJ, I, I know you into the Bible and things of that nature. Um, I want to talk to you about this." So she sent me the video. So I was listening to the video, and I, I didn't listen to the whole thing because I mean, it's clear that that the person who was doing the video didn't read does uh, doesn't read. It was clear that they didn't read. They, I mean, because it was all emotional, you know, so it, it was clear that they didn't read. So, and that's what I told them. So when we talked about it, I said, you know, so they're like, what you think about the video? what you think? what you think? And I said, well, I'm going to tell you two things. And this is where I think it relates to our, you know, just wrapping up this discussion. I said, one, the person doesn't read because once you start to do some reading, you realize that Christianity has very ancient African roots. And for her to say that the only introduction to the continent was through the transatlantic slave trade is just factually, you know, not true. And so I say, so she she doesn't read. So that's the first thing. But then I said the second thing, and this is where it relates to our discussion. I said, if you want to tell me, okay, you don't rock with the Bible, you don't rock with spiritual things, okay. Granted, and you're encouraging me to not rock with the Bible and not rock with spiritual things. Okay, what's to stop me from just bashing your head and taking what you have? If I if I like what you have, what's stopping me from doing that? You gonna tell me the law? The law don't stop everybody because there's people out here getting a wig split right now, <laughs> right? And you can see the perplexed look on her face because she was a woman and I'm a man. Let's just keep it a hundred. I could have physically taken from her anything I wanted at at that moment, but I wanted to kind of really bring it home for her. I said, there's nothing restraining me apart from my heavenly father taking from you what I want right now. And that is what people are failing to realize. When you say disregard the Bible, disregard spiritual things, I say, well, in Thessalonians, the Bible actually calls the Holy Spirit the restrainer. It's actually a, a term used for the Holy Spirit, the restrainer. That's one of his functions in the earth is to restrain us, right? There are times where we may be tempted or, you know, want to do things, right, that, and grab things that we don't have or get things that we don't have. And so when you have this many people, right, being impacted because it's 800,000 federal workers, but it could be up to three, four, five million people when you factor in all those ancillary businesses. Well, what's stopping them right now from just storming the streets, right? You got people now that's not getting paid. You got people now that's like literally who live check to check and do not have any income, zero income. What is stopping them from just storming the streets, it is the restrainer. 
And so I just want people to kind of, you know, keep that in the back of your mind when, when, when we start getting into, you know, things like, oh, I don't rock with the Bible. I don't rock with spiritual things. When times like this go on, um, I would ask you then if you don't want to rock with that, then you need to let me know what is going to stop what Eva just brought up, which is just anarchy. You tell me what else could stop anarchy. But anyway, so that's that's neither here nor there. So speaking of debaucherous situations, like a, like a shutdown. Um, well, I had wanted to read a scripture right quick. Oh, go uh, ahead. All right. Because so Proverbs chapter 28, verses one and two says, the wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Because of the transgression of a land, many are its princes, but by a man of understanding and knowledge, right will be prolonged. Mm. Uh, I, I mean, it, this, this, this goes on and on and on. I said, it, does it talk about, does that scripture talk about the ant, you know, in terms of putting away for the future and things like that? Because some people don't realize that the Bible has practical things. Well, well, I, I believe the ant portion is earlier in the book of Proverbs. Yeah, okay. sluggard. Um, yeah, look to the ant. Yeah, but, but I, I just wanted to read this um, because I think it's 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 just it's important to be able to have more of a macroscopic view of what's going on, um, and not necessarily a, a microscopic view of what's going on, um, but to understand that you know these things are written and. Um, and these are these are behaviors and these are acts that have taken place long before um, for, before the founding of this country. Uh, and this is what happens when, uh, well, in the case of Proverbs chapter eight, verse two, when there's transgression in the land, um, and we see that um, there is there there are, there are many people running around here. Uh, the scripture says many are, are its princes, and there are many people running around here claiming that they know what what the right thing is to do, and everybody's fighting over there fighting fighting over their uh um crowds of people so to speak um but the scripture also says but by a man of understanding and knowledge rights or another trans translation says order um will be prolonged so it's it's incumbent upon us um as sons of the most high yah uh to as um as 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 sons of our heavenly father as children of our heavenly father to be uh uh, to have understanding and knowledge, understanding and knowledge, so that right will be prolonged, right within our spheres, within our our own families, um, and then um, when we join together, right within our nation. And our nation is not necessarily the United States. Our nation, our nation um, is the community, uh, is a community of believers, or, or our um, or the or the ultimate family of family of God, the God of the Bible. So, so. Um, so I just wanted to I wanted to kind of give make sure that we have perspective um, in in this scenario and in this situation. Uh, that's why I wanted to bring that up. No, definitely. I mean, I think that that speaks again to what I was just talking about when, when people want to kind of disregard biblical things. I'm like, well, then where else you going? Like, where else are you going as a stabilizing force? Like, where else are you going, um, you know, for that? for that level of insight and peace and discernment, where are you going to get that? So no, I, I, I definitely agree. Um, there are, there are treacherous things at work. There are a lot more devious things at work in the land than, than, than meets the eye. You know, we got to kind of go a little bit beneath the surface. Um, 
And so, speaking of uh, treacherous things here you uh-huh. know, and, and uh, devious things that, that have been going on, yeah, uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about Kells. For those of you who don't know, um, Mr. Robert, Mr. Kelly. Robert Kelly out of the uh, shy. Uh, it's been it's been on a been on a little bit of a rampage here, um, and it for you know, well let's let, let's just go ahead and get into it. So every everybody who listens to us, if you don't know, um, surviving R. Kelly was a lifetime uh, miniseries. Um, it was six parts across, I believe, three nights. It was two episodes a night. Um, and they were interviewing uh, a, a lot of the women at the time who were young women um, who had engaged in extracurricular activity with Mr. Kelly, um, were sharing their stories and sharing the experiences. And they even had one of his ex-wives on there sharing her experiences. Now, I can tell you, I did not watch the entire thing. Um, I think I watched the first episode, the first two episodes. Um, I know... Uh, Eva said that she watched the first couple episodes. It was all over social media. They did a bunch of interviews. Um, and I don't know. I just, I had, when because when I watched the, the first episode, it intrigued me. So my, my wife turned on the second one. So I sat there and looked at it, the, the, the second episode, because it was kind of intriguing. Not, and I'm not saying that I'm intrigued by sexual assault. I don't want people to take it that way. That's not the aspect that was intriguing me what was what was starting to just kind of intrigue me were a couple of points that I had noted um and for those of you who don't know R Kelly has been you know it, it, it's been alleged since like the 1990s um that R Kelly's been a serial sexual predator of young girls we all know what was going on with Aaliyah back in the late 90s um and Mid-90s. they actually Huh? Mid nineties. Okay, mid nineties, mid nineties through twenty eighteen. I mean, honestly. Um and oh, I thought you were talking about the Aaliyah scenario. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um and they they actually shared um on I think the first episode, the one that I did actually watch all the way through, um, of an encounter where some of the like background singers and musicians came on the tour bus and they caught R. Kelly like literally engaged in sexual intercourse with Aaliyah at the time. And they were just kind of like, yo, what are you doing? Like, they're, I think she was 15 at the time and he was like 30 or 31. Oh, no, no, no. They were married at about, uh, well, he was 27. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know if that makes much difference, but yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just making sure it's the facts. I mean, you could say well, the, the, that's the, all. The thing is, is that when they were actually married, she was when they were married. So this is before the before uh, that particular bus incident, but or they were married after that particular bus incident. But when they were married, she was 15 years old, but stated that she was 18. Right. Um, but even still, and this is something that's really important to note uh, for the sake of people who are older, engaging in romantic relationships with children. Um, it's something really important to note that researchers, psychologists, neurologists have actually noticed that uh, the prefrontal cortex, which is a very important decision-making part of the brain that it's under development is something that defines adolescence. 
the prefrontal cortex, the brain, is not fully developed until about 25. 25. Now, some people um, will say, well, I, I was mature. You know, I, I, I was, my brain was fully developed before then. Well, for some people, that might be the case. And there are others who look at their decision-making skills at 25 and say, at 26, 27, my prefrontal cortex wasn't fully developed. What I mean to say is what researchers do is they look at uh, the average. And for the average person, 25 is when all that stuff starts to come together and you actually mentally uh, enter adulthood, emotionally, intellectually, under the best circumstances, enter adulthood around that time. So I'm saying this to say it doesn't matter the age. And I'm not saying that Avery is, is trying to justify because he isn't. Um, but uh, for people who are parents, you should have a very strict perspective on your children's activities uh, when they're not able to make these decisions. And for predators or people who say, I just prefer younger women, keep in mind that if they are a certain age, it doesn't matter how they come on to you or what seems to be uh, the way that they're attracting you via their own volition or how um, they try to seduce you. I mean, there's all kinds of reasons why a child would try to seduce an adult. Um, but you as the adult whose prefrontal cortex has been fully developed should be the one who makes the decision and says, um, I'm not going to engage with a child. So, and then the third thing about that is that your pride, your basic pride should prevent you from having a relationship with someone who's only with you because they're not mature. I so, appreciate that, Eva. Thank you well, for, as, a, as well, a, a female perspective. Well, Eva, you know, I think you kind of, and I don't think you mean to do it, but I think you kind of almost um, defeated your, your argument in your statements. Um, when you went on um, talking about the the development of somebody's brain uh, and a particular age or age range, because you said around 25, and I, and I had to correct AJ because AJ said 31, 32, which is not, and I said, no, actually it was 27 when he, uh, when he married Aaliyah. And then it was like a little bit of laughs, like, does it matter? But Eva, you just basically- I'm talking like 27. about the kid. I'm not hold, talking about the yeah. But see, that's what I'm saying. But R. Kelly, but see, you, 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 but they live in the same world. Like you didn't make any distinction between man or woman or boy or girl, anything like that. You just said, you, you, well, hold on. I'm following your train of logic. Um, I said that he was 27, which is close to 25. You yourself said, hold on, hold on. Okay, you can say what you want, but you're completely misunderstanding my focus. But I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm not misunderstanding your focus. I understand what your focus is. But what I'm saying is, is that your focus, the, the statements that you make still still both apply to both to, to both individuals, if that is the argument that you're making. I understand that your focus is not R. Kelly. Your focus is on Aliyah and her parents. That I understand. What I'm saying is that that make that whole that that argument can hold a little bit more if he was quote unquote maybe in his 30s. But what I'm saying is based on that argument that you proposed. I said that the man was pretty close to 25. I said the man was 27 before you even went and said all of that stuff. So, so, so what, what I'm saying is, is that based on, based on the entire argument, one could say that his mind was not fully developed. One could he was make under 25? That, I'm sorry, what'd you say? He was under 25? No, I say he was 27. Well, then what are you talking about? What I'm saying is, is that 
it's a it, you yourself just you yourself said that it's not a hard cutoff. You said that you said that there's a it can be a little bit longer. It can be it can be a little delayed. It can be a little earlier. What I was saying is what I was saying is that some people would argue the point by looking at their own development and saying I was mature at that age at that point or I wasn't. I'm not saying yes, and search. I'm not saying that the research supports those anecdotal perspectives. That's all. So, so there. Okay, cool. There are people. Just in case, like you know, it's not put out there. There are plenty of people that are certain ages and then are not quote unquote mature, whatever whatever mature means. Um, I would not argue that R. Kelly was mature at 27. I will argue that. I I will argue that. <laughs> I mean, based on his catalog. I don't know if he's ever actually reached what we, what people would quote unquote call maturity, what whatever we end up defining that uh, that full, to be full brain development. And, that's all. Just the, yeah, the I, I, that, that 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 I will that 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 I will argue. I just I just don't think that I don't think that the um I I I hear where you're going. Um, I hear where you're going, and it's not without uh, merit. What you're saying is like. Um, parents need to be more involved in the child's lives and don't, and don't be so entrusting to other people around their children of particular ages. Parents need to be uh, parents need to be like that regardless. But um, no matter who who the person is around their children, if they're other children or if they're adults, I I my view my view on this scenario is uh, that um, R. Kelly's were at this point in two thousand going into two thousand nineteen. R. Kelly within said community or said said target market. I'm not gonna say fan base. I'll say target market because not everybody in the target market is fans. Um, he's worth more dead than alive. Uh, I would say that um, this 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 uh, mass strategic targeting um, of of this individual of this individual of this enemy of the people, so to speak, is uniquely coordinated to go right into at the beginning of January 2019. So to, to completely just try to end this man's career once and for all. Uh, the, the, the people, now, I, now not everybody in this documentary, I did not watch the entirety of the documentary. I've seen snippets and I've done some particular research on said individuals. I've seen a little bit of interviews. Um, and one thing that I can say for sure is that um, at least one of these women has a rap sheet that's a mile high. Um, and there's evidence, uh, there, 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 there's, there's some evidence of at least one of these persons that are featured in this documentary um, to be lying. Uh, and um, saying that she was withheld without her will when she wasn't held without her will, she came and went as she pleased. Um, she accepted his gifts. She, was, she, 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 she had a relationship with him. Um, I know that uh, I, I, uh, the, the legend of um, R. Kelly is huge, all right? And I've known about certain things for a very long time, just personally. Um, the, 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 there, there have been ripples. I know people who have known people who were underage, um, touring, being a groupie, and, 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 and all of that stuff in the mid-'90s. This, this is certainly this certainly has been going on. It has been enabled. Um, I will also say, I will also say, and people don't necessarily like on the top layer, uh, don't like to hear this, but the people who don't say anything know this to be true, and that um, many 
people sacrifice uh, their children. Many, many parents sacrifice their children because they don't think that this is either going to happen to them um, or uh, he was acquitted uh, or it's not that big of a deal or they molest their children themselves. They raise their children. They raise their children to be sacrifices. And it's not the PC thing to say or to view stuff this way, but this is what people do. And um, now it's an opportunity because the star has waned to flip the script. So, okay, so let's curry, let's curry whatever amount of sympathy, whatever amount of power, whatever amount of followers we can um, on our Instagrams. Because if you look, some of these people, they have Instagram profiles and now they're going on here. Um, Sparkle coming out with a song. And I'm not sure that I'm not saying that she has not uh, uh, experienced certain things, but what I want to, I want to just say this is that, you know, when you play, like we know the scripture says bad company corrupts good behavior. The scripture also says that my son, when sinners entice thee consent thou not. Um, and, 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 and for, for whether or not somebody's lying, whether or not somebody's telling the truth, whether or not, not whether or not 42 people, 42 percent of these people have experienced actual stuff and 64 percent of the people um, or 60, 68 percent of the people or 58 percent of the people, excuse me, have not. And they're lying. It doesn't matter because unfortunately what R. Kelly has done and also what some of these women have done is that they've played with fire and they've played around. Um, they held fire in their bosom. Do you understand what I'm saying? And now they're burned. So. You know, I just I just kind of wanted I, I wanted to put 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 that out there that that there are um you know there, there there's guilt all around. It's not just this one Darth Vader looking um <laughs> I want to say the N word because that's you, you know what I'm saying. But I'm trying to keep it clean um, that people are trying to pinpoint and that that's that's why I think the manipulation is to to kind of um, echo what AJ was getting at. Yeah. So I, I just want to clarify that um, I'm a strong believer that fathers, you know, most little girls know, at least know their fathers, much less the ones who have, you know, married parents who live under the same roof. So I want I want to clarify that, yes, I believe the fathers and the mothers uh, should have been all over this. Um, and that, yes, it's possible, as you're saying, Avery, that there are so many people who are benefiting monetarily from this, who are also complicit. But of course we cannot, and I cannot, and I just want to clarify that we are not um, taking away responsibility from the actual perpetrator. And But so that brings me to my question of uh, to you, which is since none of this would, ha- would have existed if R. Kelly had not um, uh, go- uh, done some of the, the, the activities that he's done um, illegally and immorally, um, what sort of punishment should he get? Because some people will say, well, you know, just like with Bill Cosby, some people will say, well, you know, this person is a deviant in a certain area, but don't destroy his career. Those are two different things. Um, and, and you a few minutes ago were indicating that there's a witch hunt. But my question is, what sort of consequences should he get? And are we a community in the first place? So, so here's, a, here's the thing to answer your question. You, you, you're saying what sort of what, what sort of consequences a man should get when when that's you're saying what sort of consequences uh, should my view of a man should get? But what if he's not the things in which that you're saying that he is in order to get in order to get particular punishments? Like you have to build him up to be this evil person to then seek your justice. But what I'm saying is, is that it's not just 
him. I mean, you're talking about a man like it's just, it's just, it's just, it's like it's dumb. You're talking about a man that can't even read signs his name with an X. Like, how does this man have a have a a, a multi platinum career for so long, for so long, and, and 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 doing all these things? Like, like people act like he operates within a vacuum. I mean, I don't know for sure because I'm not following the guy, but I'm pretty sure the man has been. I'm pretty sure the man has been um, extorted. I'm pretty sure the man has been uh, uh, manipulated. I'm 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 pretty sure that it's a dog eat dog world that he operates in. So this so 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 the 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 I, and then I'll also say this because the man can't read and I'm gonna put this out there and it's, he's not and he's not with children. He's with he's with. Women who are girls or women who are developing or going through a a, a, a a stage of development. So so if the man the man can't read, it's not like he could read IDs. It's not like he could read contracts. People could tell him any sorts of kinds of things. He has to trust people around him. He can't read. Ultimately, ultimately, if a, a if his genital genitals has have entered that of someone else if there's a physical act or even an emotional manipulation taking place then he is the source of it so i'm saying that yes there are all kinds of issues going on and you might think he's a mental midget but whatever happens whatever whatever happens to him either he deserves it whatever happens to him he deserves my question is what should happen to him i'm not the one that's i'm not the one to make that determination well, you know, hold, hold on, hold on, because I think we're 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 kind of devolving. I, the the I, I agree. The what what we have to what we kind of you know have to really focus on is two things. I I, I think one is, and I I wrote an article related to this. You know, you can go check out divemedia.com. But how many people have to share an eyewitness account of something before you believe it? That's the first thing. So, um, so, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Because yeah. a, you know, how how many people have to agree? I mean, how many people have to testify to something before we can kind of empathize with their point of view, right? So um, okay, <laughs> depends on what the accusations are. It, it it depends on what the accusations are and what my and what my what my understanding of a of a situation to be. Um, there's an assumption here. There's an assumption. A lot of this stuff is built up. We talked about the the talked a little bit about the Alia joint um, and it's Alia uh, just to be clear. So if I say it like Alia instead of Alia, I'm just trying to pronounce it how I know it to be. Um, then uh, uh, there, there, that, that was a strange thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not denying that that was a strange thing um, or it was quote unquote uh, 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 legal or illegal. Look, it happened. It got annulled. It was, it was, strange it was trifling I, I, sure 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 moving on from that moving on from that uh we have the we have the 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 r kelly tape uh incident of which he um both he when he was taken into court denied that it was him it wasn't me and then uh said other individuals said participant in the video did not appear in court um, um but what what i can tell you as somebody who no, I did not necessarily watch the tape. Uh, I have gone and I've seen uh, images where they don't worry that their their uh, uh, genitals were were not necessarily exposed. But I have seen images of what the of the of the man and uh, of the woman. 
Um, and this is what like it's important. Like if you want to talk about it, then then I, I'm just saying, look, I've I've done my research um, from what I could, and I have to say that do I know it 100% to be R. R Kelly in, in 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 that photo that I saw? No. Do I think it was him? Yeah, I think it was him. Absolutely. I think it looked pretty close to being him. It looked pretty close to being him. I will take the benefit of the doubt and say that looks like R. Kelly. Yeah, that 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 that's R. Kelly. But as far as but 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 then to say to but then to then make the jump that oh well he's having sex with a child. I have to tell you, as somebody who looked at that woman, who again, again, I did not watch a video of any penetration or anything like that. I made it my duty to see, you know, who's this girl that people are talking about? And I went and I looked, and I have to say that if that girl was 14, she could have fooled me, she could have fooled Rob, she could have fooled, she could have uh, uh, fooled um, Bobby, Ricky, Mike, she could have fooled so, uh, uh, AJ, she could have fooled all kinds of different people. I'm telling you, if you go and you look, you'll see. I'm just saying that it is inconclusive. It is inconclusive that that was somebody that was underage that that person was well developed and so all right i want to hold on hold on real quick i want to pump the brakes right here for anybody who's listening right now who has experienced sexual trauma we want to let you know we're not riding for kells we're not caping for kells this show is not caping for r kelly r kelly is trash and i know that because i know women personally who have experienced sexual trauma and things like this can trigger that trauma. And so we want to know, we want you to know that our our goal is just to present all of the varying, you know, points of view. But in no way, shape, or form do should this be taken as a um oh ATI is riding for R. Kelly, because we are not. Um these things are multifaceted and there are nuances to them, but at the end of the day, R. Kelly is a sexual predator. There's video of him going to schools looking for young girls. And so we understand that there is a predatory nature to this individual. But we also know that because of that predatory nature, there there could have been individuals who were looking to take advantage of that. So I just wanted to put that out there so that everybody understands our official point of view. This is not a, oh, R. Kelly ain't really that bad because of X, Y, and Z. That is not the case. Um, we are, we are not riding or caping for this dude, and I don't ever want it to be taken in that light. So just wanted to put that out there right. as a disclaimer, you know, kind of asterisk. No, it, it's it's important to put that out there because the unfortunate thing is what 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 the media does. Um, they take advantage of people's real experiences, advantage of people's real experiences, and they make these equations. And so that it, they they end up trying to control us they end up trying to control me they end up trying to control Eva they end up trying to control AJ they end up trying to control what our perspectives are because well of um of uh confirmation theory or confirmation bias which is unfortunately what social media provides when it's like oh a thousand people like something well i guess it must be true but no a, a, a thousand people could like something that's a lie one person can know something to be the truth yeah so it doesn't necessarily just because a thousand people think that something's a lie doesn't necessarily mean that well it's a lie. And the unfortunate part is is that that's what the media that's what the media does time and time out is to get us to then think these things to get us to do certain stuff. So in regard to in regard to um, to Kells and, and our and, you know Kells, I, I, I I'm I'm going to say it and I'll say it again and then I'm going to leave it alone. Is that um, it's not just him. You know, it's not this idea of black and white, right and wrong. Like, 
these people that are making these claims on these videos, they have they, they, they have skeletons in their closet as well. Not 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 the person listening to this joint who who was the, who was a a, a a a victim of assault and they didn't do anything to bring it on and, and all of that. What I'm saying is that these people ain't you. They not that. And there are people who are listening who know exactly what I'm talking about. But they're not going to say anything because it's not their place to say anything. So, anyway. Yeah, I, 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 you know, to, to sort of wrap this this up, um, it's a, the, I had a, I, I had a couple thoughts, you know, on it. I mean, when most of, you know, the, the reason I would disagree with, with, with much of what you said is because there have been accounts of him going looking for girls. The point I will agree, because I, I was sitting down talking with my wife about this. I said, you know, in, in the context of what you described, when it's like a girl backstage or, you know, chicks coming on to him, in, in those environments, I, I, I will agree. I can't tell if she's 16, if she's 18, if she's 19, if if they're fully developed physically. I, I understand what Eva was saying on the mental portion, right? But in those contexts, right? Because a, a really close friend of mine, he used to teach high school and he would tell me some of the girls would come on to him. And he was like, I had to get out of there because when you're looking at him, you feel like you're looking at a woman, but you have to re- like remind yourself like, yo, she's only 16. Oh my God. Like she's only 17. But as a man, right? You want to respond to the sexual advance. And so he was like, yo, I, I need to get out of here because this is crazy. And so he actually ended up leaving that environment. And so in, in that context, I get it. Like as a man, I understand, you know, that aspect of it where you see, OK, these young girls coming on to this older man who got some money, who's famous. Yes, I will agree that that is a component of it. And we would all be foolish and naive to not think that that is not a component of this, a wealthy and powerful and famous musician and young girls who are trying to get put on is going to go out and do what they got to do. But the aspects of him going and looking for girls, I think, cannot be denied um, and, it, and, and it cannot be sidestepped. And that's the part where you say, OK, it may have started out with a OK, give him the benefit of the doubt. Right. He's 27. All that stuff we were saying. That's benefit of the doubt stuff. In the beginning, you can say, okay, benefit of the doubt. But as this is kind of progressed and metastasized into what we have now, it's like, no, dude is trash because it may have been something where you could have gotten the benefit of the doubt in an isolated incident here or there has now has turned into a lifestyle. Like There's a passage of scripture that I love. And Paul mentions this phrase a lot throughout the New Testament. He says, those who walk according to the flesh will not inherit the kingdom of God. Like when you walk according to something, that's different than an isolated incident, right? Like all fall short of the glory of God. So we can all have weak moments in our flesh, right? Somebody cut you off on the highway and you'd be like, man, F that dude. Oh, man, Lord. You know what I'm saying? You, we can have a weak moment in the flesh. That's that is the one of the failings of being a human being. But if I choose to live a lifestyle according to a particular soulish bent, well, now I've gone into something a little bit different. And I know we're getting a little Bible here, but I want to kind of articulate this for people that 
Mr. Kelly has transitioned from someone who might have fallen prey to an isolated incident here or there into someone who has practiced a lifestyle of something. And the other point that I want to bring up is, and again, this is not to ride for or cape for him because I think, again, I think he's a deviant individual who, in, you know, in, in A's words, deserves all that he's going to get when you put yourself in, in precarious situations over and over and over and over again, um, is, and, and let's, let's, I mean, let's just keep it real. I'm going to throw two things out that I know people probably have not heard of. Most of the people listening to this show, I would, I would, for those of you listening, I want you to go look up a documentary called open secret. And, and I want you to also look up another um, documentary called The Reckoning. Two documentaries that probably people have never heard of. One of them is about pedophilia in Hollywood and the other one is about the sexual deviancy of Harvey Weinstein. Now the 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 reason I bring those two up is because it, as it relates to the, the power in the entertainment industry, R. Kelly is peanuts compared to yes. some other people. Com- compared to the, to, to the Harvey Weinsteins of the world and the Les Moons of the world, those are two men who are very powerful in Hollywood. Les Moons was the CEO of CBS, one of the largest television networks in the country, who very quietly was kind of just escorted out of the building, right? And yet, but R. Kelly has an entire six-part miniseries on Lifetime. Now, again, this is not to minimize the trauma of anyone, but I want to look at it from every perspective. And the perspective is, I feel, and many people feel this way, R. Kelly and people of his ilk, a la Bill Cosby, are being dragged in a particular way because they're black. There's a contradiction concerning what you just said, um, or from my perspective of what you just Mm -hmm. said, because a lot of people will say, well, the reason why these men, especially R. Kelly, were not brought up on uh, more charges all this time is because people don't care about the plight of black girls and women. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, um, if, oh man. (laughs) You was ready to drag me and and your mind failed you. There's something contradictory because on the one hand, if he, if he's, (laughs) if it's black women, then, then uh, it took so long. Oh, that's what it is. So, um, if it's black women and girls that people don't care about, and it took this long for us to get this seven-part miniseries or whatever it is, then you know why is this miniseries out there if black women and girls aren't that important? So I think that we need to decide when it comes to the race issue um, what the perspective is. Is it that people don't care about black women and girls, or is it that they do? Um, or there, or is there a third reason why there would be such a huge miniseries finally on somebody like R. Kelly versus someone who has a lot more power? No, I don't think it's a it's a thing of like I was I will say yes. I think that society in general don't care about black women, and so when I watched it, um, and I'm not saying it as someone who doesn't care. I'm saying it as looking at the perspective um, and. We were talking about this pre-pro, but I was my my wife had shown me um, one of the female talk shows. I, f- I forget if it's the View or if it's the Talk, um, where they were on the panel. The women were on the panel, and one of the women on the panel was saying it, and she was like, "Had R. Kelly been doing this to white girls, this would have been shut down 
10, 15 years ago. This would not have been allowed to drag out for 20 years. And I thought, well, that's interesting for somebody to say that like that on that platform. Stuff like that normally doesn't come across those types of platforms. And so to to answer your 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 question um, directly, Eva, I think that yes, society in general, you know, doesn't show as much care for black women, but I do know that when it comes to tearing down black men, they take a particular joy in doing so. Um, there's kind of a a a particular exuberance when it comes to. I mean, Bill Cosby's like a million years old. And they threw that dude in jail like, you know, but yet and still these other powerful people who have done just as deviant things are just kind of quietly escorted. That's why I brought up those other two documentaries, because surviving R. Kelly is all over social media. It's all over the news. Yet I guarantee you very few people listening to this show right now have ever even heard of The Reckoning. You see what I'm saying? Or open secret. Or, or open, open secret. secret. And, you know? and that came out in 2014, 2015. And um, open secret, it does it, yeah, open secret focuses on the um, on the pederasty, uh, and that's the man-boy love that takes place within Hollywood. That it's not just any one individual. It's an entire uh, um, uh, behavior. Um, rite of passage that takes place um, for many childhood stars that we know of. Um, ben Savage, for one. Um, there's video footage of him doing some funny style stuff uh, um, when, once he became of age. And you have to ask yourself, well, where did that start? Where did that begin? And Open Secret actually goes into that. But see, that's not an easy swallow, right? Um, the easy swallow is this one Darth Vader cat, the uh, Krampus, um, the devil, um, R. Kelly, right? Oh, the pie pie, right? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, he's he's trolled himself with that. <laughs> and and you have to, you, you, it, it just it makes for an easy narrative. This is the unfortunate part. Now, um, people say, oh well, you know, R. Kelly represents it. This should be a reckoning. He represents the sexual uh, uh, deviancy that takes place within the black community. Okay, so are you going? What are you going to do with Magic City? You going to get that out of here, or are you going to still shoot videos in front of it? What's going to happen with stripper culture? Is that going anywhere? We got stadium right here in D.C. Is that going anywhere? How do these? How do? How does stadium? How does this culture? How do you have? You have people like Amber Rose. How do these people? How are they created? How are they created? What right. they just happen to just go and be like this and I don't want to be sexually free? Is that? Is that what happens? Or are they exposed? Are they exposed to inappropriate sexual behavior, sexual contact, um, at an early age? Hmm. How does that happen? See, we're not getting to the actual, we're not getting to the actual problems because on the same, on one side of the same mouth, people want to talk about how innocent um, uh, 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 certain groups of people are, or, or, or our people are, black women are, but then on, this, on the other side of the same mouth, we want to celebrate our se- sexual freedom and us being able to just do anything and 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 Instagram videos of Amber Rose twerking and slut walks and. Uh, slut shaming and um, we, you know, all, all, it all goes together. It all goes together. So, you know, you either deal with the whole thing or you don't deal with any of it at all because I'm telling you right now, this is not going to solve the problem. It's not going to solve the problem. What I will say though, um, is it that will help it is Sparkle important to put to, out her single though. What would you say? It will help Sparkle to drop her new single though. She got to drop that single player. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, Sparkle. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to... You, you, 
so so I don't I don't want to still I don't want to distract from what it is that I just that I just said just to bring this up. Um, Magic City is a strip club, uh, by the way, in Atlanta. Um, those who know what I'm talking about know exactly what I'm talking about. It's a it's a you know there's a sexual there's just it's ingrained. Um, sexual sexual deviancy is ingrained within our you know um, within Americana uh, and. So you have to ask yourself, you know, well, why, what makes this guy so special? Whereas you have an entire industry of uh, people who we, you know, don't, 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 don't know from photographers to uh, production assistants, to producers, to all these people who purposely stay behind the camera um, that uh, uh, penetrate these young boys and girls, these Disney stars. How come we don't hear anything about that? You have a video of Corey Feldman on The View, since you're talking about TV shows like this, on The View talking to Barbara Walters, you know, and Corey Feldman say, look, you know, this is how the industry is. And then Barbara Walters is like, really? Oh, my gosh, well, you're demonizing a whole entire industry. Like, how does that help anybody? Right. Like saying that. Just get to the problem instead of trying to defend your check, which right. is what she was doing. You know, and, 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 and we leave that stuff alone and we go after this guy. Now, I'm not saying that he didn't have it coming because... I wanted to get to the scripture right here, Proverbs 29, verse 1. And it says, whoever remains stiff-necked after many rebukes will suddenly be destroyed without remedy. You know, and and um, I mean, we're seeing this, we're seeing this happen. So, like I said, you know, <laughs> whether he deserves all these arrows being thrown at him, specifically, like, well, let me just say this, whether he specifically earned all the arrows no i'm not saying that but does he deserve it yes i i i do think that yeah um, but i don't want to leave it there um because it's not just him uh there's an entire uh there's an there's, there's entire group of people to include women um who uh put themselves in harm's way right go ahead and one of the things that i think is um really important about what you avery bring to to the table about one of the things that you bring to the table with respect to this podcast is talking about the social engineering and the fact that, um, you know, people think that they're exercising freedom or, you know, they're kind of putting themselves or, or, or taking themselves out of the context, the general context, which started prior to their births. And this is what a lot of us have fallen for. Yes. Taking us out of the context and, and, and not realizing that a social engineering project or several um, were put in place a half a century ago, few decades before we came along. And then we think that we're exercising freedom. Um, but what we're doing is really walking lockstep with the purpose of that. So yeah. my question to you is um, when it comes to this notion of, I know that you brought this up in the past, but specifically to situations like this, where sexual deviancy has all these tentacles, um, mm. how does that align with a larger picture? Because unfortunately, a lot of people are saying, in the black community, see, uh, R. Kelly is just a symptom um, of the problem of, of sexual deviancy in the black community as if there's something specifically uh, wrong well, with so, the community. Yeah, so it has nothing to do with sexual deviancy. It has everything to do with this term patriarchy. See, that's the trick bag. It's not the sex. <laughs> Is the fact that it's a man and a woman and a man in a position of, of perceived power. So this whole thing has nothing to do with black versus white. It has everything to do with man versus woman. What's going on right now? So so that that that's that is um that is that 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 that, that would be my view uh, as to um you know as to what's going on. Can you repeat your question one more time? Really, it's about um, social engineering. I just wanted to yes know, yes. Yeah, we're so, so, so what, 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 you know, like, th 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 
maybe you don't know which is why you're asking, but just to be just just to, just to kind of elucidate a little further is that this is this is feminism, you know, in 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 third wave feminism, whatever you want to say, what's going on right now in the uh, uh, documentary in, in one of the interviews, uh, a woman now and I'm not saying that this woman didn't experience stuff because, um, you know, she said that she was at a previous trial in 2008. I believe that she was there. I believe, you know what, I, 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 I will say that, you know what, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt, whatever she saw happen, maybe it, maybe it did happen, maybe it did happen to her, absolutely. Um, um, but what she said was, you know, we're doing this, she, I, I, I'm, 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 surmi- I'm summarizing here. Uh, she said that, yeah, we're doing this now because of now the Me Too movement, and I mean, you could just stop right there. That's what she said. Like, you know, we're out of space and time, and well, okay, so now it's about eyeballs. Um, and rather than again, uh, um, uh, 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 you, I, I mean, it's, it, it's it's difficult to say. I'm not going to say rather than seeking justice because this person in particular was at a trial. Um, but everything around it, everything around it, you know, it's 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 like it's a ball rolling down the street, and the core of it might be pure, but then it picks up all this dirt and it turns into something that well, that's a bit more than what it actually was but oh well well now this has attention let's just push it through anyway um that the the this is more of a um it's a feminist angle that that that's what it is it is about putting it is not about equality um it is taking the real pain that real people experience uh but it's using it it's using it to curry fame it's using it to try to curry power which is not really truly going to happen, um, but it's 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 an attempt. It is an attempt to um, to move us further into the direction of worshiping women as the supreme beings. And um, and and so you know, if you can if you can target this uh, um, perceived in in an image alpha male, if you can take them down that way, then you take all of them down. Um, so that's that 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 would be that that would be my response as to you know the social engineering aspect of what's going on. So in the beginning, it was patriarchy um, that had already been socially engineered in the world, and then the, if the, the the script was flipped to femininity, I think you're disagreeing with both of them, or I could be wrong. But then and then there's a sexual sort of freedom aspect that we talked about a while ago with respect to back in the '40s, and then right now we're at the crux of of a lot of things that had been socially engineered a half century ago? Um, sort of. I mean, this, this basically is a breakdown. There's, there's, there is a breakdown of what the family unit is. Um, okay. Scripture goes into it, talks about how um, the, 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 head of, the head of uh, Christ is the God of the Bible. The head of Christ is man. The head of man is, uh, well, I'm saying it backwards, but um, the head of woman is man. The head of man is Christ. And the head of Christ is the God of the Bible. Uh, and is an utter and total breakdown um, as to what headship actually means. And so it gets turned into this poisonous, toxic masculinity, patriarchal thing. And, you know, women are the real N-words of the world, as Bette Midler said. Um, that, that, that there's, this, there's, this, there's this idea um, that, uh, that, that um, men are abusers. Um, that men have this privilege, uh, that um, there's penis envy. There's a there's people that are looking on the other side of the quote unquote aisle and rather valu- valuing that which they have been uh, blessed with, 
um, they envy that which they don't have. Uh, and that's what ha- that's what's going on um, when it comes to um, uh, patriarchy versus feminism and, you know, all of that, all of that stuff. Um, it's just it's just um, on one aspect of, of, of envy that is taking place rather than truly understanding how um, how we're actually supposed to be, how we're actually designed and supposed to work together. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, that was our dissertation on the uh, evisceration of Mr. Robert, yeah. Besides, besides fear God and keep his commandments, Ecclesiastes twelve thirteen. the, uh, actually that is the conclusion of the matter. But what I was going to say was that, um, you know, right now, you know, we're, we're having a breakdown in our society on a whole bunch of different fronts. It's collapsing on itself. And the reason, um, you know, could very well be that they don't know that the conclusion of the matter is Ecclesiastes twelve thirteen. Fear God and keep his commandments. Some people feel restricted by things related to faith and spirituality, uh, but look at the consequences of, of not having that undergirding one's society. You know, ladies and gentlemen, um, you have to make sure that you are walking with uh, a little bit more maturity and a little bit more wisdom in this time. Don't be, don't, don't be swayed to the right or to the left in any particular matter, but do understand that there are much more deviant elements at play in, in most things. And so that's why it, it is so, so, so Im- important that you, A, work toward your own personal maturity and that you walk with those who are mature. Because when you're not mature, um, you can be swayed. You can be very easily swayed. And in, yeah. and, and, and in order to look at different viewpoints, right, in order to properly examine every single viewpoint, you have to have the ability to not be swayed. I have to be able to examine a viewpoint without being swayed to that viewpoint, right? I'm just clearly, I'm just merely objectively examining the viewpoint. So whether it's the viewpoint of an accuser of Mr. Kelly, um, whether it's the viewpoint of Mr. Kelly himself, whether it's the viewpoint of those who examine that entire entertainment culture, right? Um, I can examine every single one of those viewpoints without being swayed to now believing every single thing in that viewpoint. I can just look at an example, but you can only do that um, as you work toward your own personal maturity. Um, and so these these things are important because we're we're going to see more and more and more and more of this um, as the as the day, as the, the the days draw near. Again, for those of you who don't really rock with Bible stuff. We all know this thing has its its apex. It it has a conclusion. Yeah, um, good luck. You know, and things are, are are working towards that. So as it pertains to stuff like Robert Kelly, um, I would say this. You know, and to kind of wrap this here, I was talking with a brother last night. A good friend of mine lives in Florida, and he was telling me how this um, situation with Mr. Kelly, the um, documentary or docu series or whatever it actually has opened up some doors for him to talk to women who have suffered this kind of trauma. And so what the docu-series did for them, again, because if you understand how trauma works, is there are triggers. And so this is kind of triggered, kind of like a uh, revisiting for them emotionally and psychologically their own traumatic experiences. And, and he said, you know, was one of the things that this did for them was it actually helped them to be able to minister and 
walk with a couple of women who had to, you know, ha- who had their traumatic experiences kind of rise back up as a result of this docuseries. And I thought that's the type of perspective that we have to have in in these times. I mean, to to jump on the bandwagon to bash R. Kelly or to ride for R. Kelly, yes, um, I think is uh, exactly you know, either neither necessarily has a beneficial outcome, but what what can come from this? I I think when you see um, the the track record of the Lord is he can bring beauty from ashes, and so I would think that even in in this uh, situation that there there can be something beautiful that that can come out of it and that is the the narrative that mainstream culture and mainstream society will not you know give you the the possibility that something beautiful can can come from this situation they could just say no nothing can come out we got to burn it down but that that isn't a solution either burning it down is not a solution either um there everything that um every human being um, there is a redemptive possibility for every single human being, and so even the Lord Himself is not like, "Yo, let's burn, let's just burn it down." All right. So, yeah, I also wanted to just slightly touch on how um, you know Kells was Kells was like uses a central central deviant and uh, supreme deviant, and now um, I am I was made aware. And even, you know, you was watching it, so I guess, um, and actually maybe both of you were watching it, so you can verify Toure. You know who that interviewer is, Toure? Yeah, he actually yeah. got, it's, it's hilarious so, because was, he was whoa, in whoa, there. Well, he was in, was he in his documentary? He was in his documentary? Yeah, and he got dragged like 48 hours so, later. So, so Toure, is, he interviewed R. Kelly years ago, like in 2001, 2002. Yes. Like, do you like young girls? And, and, and uh, R. Kelly was like, how young are we talking? Or something like that. And, then he was recently in this uh, documentary thing, uh, surviving R. Kelly interviewing people. And then it comes out that he was actually making crass sexual sexual advances to his makeup artist for, for, a, for, for, I don't know, about a year or whatever it was. And, and then he was, he was sober-minded or he was sober-minded or felt guilty enough. He felt guilty enough to then respond back to the person saying, Oh, I'm sorry. He tried to cover his tracks. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, oh, we was just playing around. Though we knew each other on that level, but I realize now I'm just so sorry. Especially with all that's going on right now, I really want that to be me. Oh no, that's what he said. And then he goes on to do this R. Kelly <laughs> interview, and the masses we look at it and we look at R. Kelly as this deviant. And what I'm saying, you know, and AJ, what you're saying, and Eva, I know that you agree is that, you know, there's an enabling that has been taking place because it's not just him, even in the production of this surviving R. Kelly thing. Like, you know, this guy's trying to make it seem like it's just R. Kelly. Dude, you was kind of, you know, you was funny style yourself. I'm not saying you did all those things, but, you know, like, come on, man. You know, like, and, and so this is the trick bag that I'm saying that's being used. And maybe from this, he's being, you know, like you're saying, AJ, he's being exposed and fruit can come to it for that makeup artist. Because he didn't rape the makeup artist, but this is an opportunity for that makeup artist who, you know, from what I from what I gather from that, felt violated. You yeah. know, from, from some this of the guy. things that was being said that he was texting yeah. her, it was uh, it was pretty, way out of line. It was very yeah, out of line. yeah, so. absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So you know, I think that that's the real you know benefit that can come from uh, 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 some of this stuff. That's the blessing. Um, yeah. But anyway, I, I I dig what you're saying. 
Yeah. So we, we, we do appreciate everybody rocking with us. Again, the docuseries is called Surviving R. Kelly. You can go check it out. It was on Lifetime. It's probably on demand. Like I, I shared earlier, you can go watch The Reckoning. Um, it's about Harvey Weinstein's escapades, um, which, you know, again, lasted much longer and were much more far reaching. But somehow it's not getting it's not getting the pub. You can go check out Open Secret again. It's about much more far reaching and um, again, longer periods of these things. So this is not about one person for as, you know, debaucherous as his acts were. Um, this is bigger than just one person. It's bigger than Mr. Kelly. It'll go. It, it was going on before him, and it will go on after him. So, know that. <laughs> so know that. All right, we thank y'all for rocking with us. As always, we're going to try to continue to give you what we give you, and in the midst of it, keep God in the mix. For Eva and Jr. Swish, is <laughs> AJ say peace. Peace. Later. Let's get started, I won't teach you Let me set apart who is my people The ones who set in their heart to be believers Press on to the mark to follow Jesus When it gets hard, they be seeking the leaders Fathers that help them heal when they are beaten Or help them see the meaning when they're grieving Don't follow their feelings, that'll be misleading Yeah, they're the ones that keep it in biblical Keep it 100 when others say it is